First off, I'd like to say congratulations. You are in at the beginning of something amazing. I'm about to show you something that's amazing. You guys want to see something amazing? Yes, I want to see something amazing. Yeah. What is it? So amazing. Amazing. Whoa! Amazing! Well, what are you waiting for? I don't know. Something amazing, I guess. This week on Something Amazing. Would you take a robot as a CEO? If you answered yes, you're in the majority of some people. I've got a survey for you. A survey? Sign me up. Butts, butts, butts. I have a story about butts. The coolest new job in the whole world exists and you could have it. Are you feeling lonely? Don't worry, I'll tell you a story about something feeling much lonelier than you. <laughs> it does not get any lonelier than this story. That and pears and friendship. And, and games. This week on Something Amazing. Amazing. What, why are you changing this now? Something Amazing. We've done it the same way for 42 episodes. Something Amazing. Hello, Matt Saracini. Hello, Amberly Cole. How are you doing? You're good. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Called Something, Something Amazing. Amazing. Uh, this is a podcast where we sit down every now and then. Why does how whether we're sitting or standing <laughs> matter? Do, but well, we've never done a standing up one, have we? We haven't. I mean, in our CBD office, it is a sitting desk, not a standing desk. So uh, I think it's important for the explanation of what this podcast is that I mention that we're sitting every time. Every sure. time, without fail, you listen to an app, we're sitting. We're sitting. Uh, so or lounging. Yeah. There hasn't been some any lounging in a while. No, because we've always since been... since we've moved to the CBD office. Yeah. I'll, CBD Studio. <laughs> uh, so we are sitting, and what we do in this podcast is uh, my good friend Emily Cull and <laughs> and myself Matt Saracini. We sit down and we tell each other stuff, and the stuff could be anything, anything at all. Could be a story, it could be a news item, it could be a recipe for flan. But it has one rule, and that rule is that it has to be something, something amazing. amazing. It, that is in our description. The recipe for flan is it. Yeah. You know, we've done a lot of episodes. I think this is number 42. That's legit. 42. Oh, the meaning of life. What? We should have done the meaning of life episode. Why is it the meaning of life? Uh, haven't you ever seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. So the world's smartest computer, I know this might not be right, and you're normally the one that tells me plots of things, <laughs> but the world's smartest something. But if it's to do with a computer or a robot, you're the, you're <laughs> the guy. So um, the world's smartest something was asked, uh, what is the meaning of life? Mm. And the answer was 42. Ah, and then they made, is that like the Jim Carrey movie where everything equals 42? It's, it's become a bit of an Easter egg in stuff. Okay. Like when you're talking about the meaning of life or something like that, you say, oh, 42. You know what I found out the other day, apparently? This isn't my fact, but you know how they're like, you're born and then you're dying. You know, like life is just you dying. <laughs> well, some, some could say you're growing up As in first, like you're degenerating. And then you're decaying Everything later. is like a, every day is a step towards death. I guess so. <laughs> but yes. apparently you're actually uh, like you're regenerating, you're growing, everything is like going on an upwards direction until you hit 26 and that's when you start degenerating. Right. That's when you start dying. How old are you? 26. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've been dying for a while You've now. have been dying for a little bit. That's seven I've years I've just started dying. Because <laughs> <laughs> your peak and stuff, a lot of your peak is at 26, like athletic, etc. Do you know one of my friends uh, was on a Tinder date? Yeah, and before, heard of these. And before uh, she met her date to go on a one-on-one solo date 
uh, she invited this Tinder date to come and meet us as a group of friends. That's insane. Insane, right? Incredible. We'd had a few drinks by yeah. this point and we were like, just bring him over. No. We'll say hi. That is a high-pressure situation for all parties. So one of my uh, friends, who I will not name because I have named her on this show before and she's been very mad about it. <laughs> Uh, one of my friends... Um, There's not many females you've named, so <laughs> you're like, I know which one it is. You could work it out. She meant to ask something along the lines of, because the guy was talking about his job and how maybe he didn't love his job. Mm. And what my friend, I almost said her name, what my friend meant to ask was, do you feel like that's a change you want to make in your life. Yeah, like, a, like saying it in a positive way. Are you taking any proactive steps to change up your situation that you do not like? Yeah. But instead... And this is in front of the group of people that this date has just <laughs> come and joined. But instead, she asked the date in front of everyone, do you think you've peaked? <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a fun question Classic to ask. date question. Like you, dear listener, listening now... Do you think, you think that, you've peaked? Do you think you've peaked? I mean, I don't think I've peaked. I think my best is yet to come. Yeah. You'd uh, hope so, right? Well, you'd hope, you'd hope so. that you're always on an upwards trajectory. <laughs> I think physically I've peaked. Okay, yeah, like, that's I, fair. But I, if that's, that's what you value. Yeah, well, I don't. Exactly. I value my life achievements and what I've learned. Yeah. And, you know, doing this podcast every week, I, I value learn. who I've loved. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think you've peaked? No. No. <laughs> It's a fun question. It's a fun question. Anyway, that's not a fact or anything. If you think you've peaked, email us in at hellosomethingamazing at gmail.com. Yeah. Love to hear achievements. Actually, um, one of my friends, the boyfriend of this person who asked the question, have you peaked? Okay. Yeah, no, it's confusing. But anyway, he said, yes, I definitely peaked in year seven. And then sent a picture of him in year seven where he had spiky hair and like a rip curl shirt and shiny shorts. And I was like, absolutely, that's peak you. Well, we also know. Uh, I've mentioned this on the podcast before about a moment where one could say that I peaked when I was 10 years old uh, and I was on a Captain boat. of the ship. I wasn't captain of the ship. Star was, of the ship. Come on. This is such an important part World's of who I am. best shipmate. No. Uh, coolest kid on the ship. <laughs> of the I was in the ballpark. I was in the ballpark. Captain of the <laughs> ship is not in the ballpark. Yeah, I don't think they should give a 10-year-old captain of the ship. Anyway, that one could say that was my peak because I don't think I'll, I'll achieve something <laughs> as great as that again. What if you go on another cruise and then you get coolest kid on the ship again? Yeah, I mean, when I was 10, it meant more. Now it would feel like a pity. <laughs> a pity oh. certificate. Oh, yeah, I've definitely peaked. <laughs> Um, okay, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's do some do facts. Do you want to play a game first? Yeah, always. I have a game that I wanted to play. Always. It's called Hey Mad Saracini. Have you peaked? Guess what's in my fanny pack? You do have a fanny pack. Guess what's in it? Uh, well, it's got Mickey Mouse on the front. Is that a hint? No. Okay. Uh, is it a Christmas present? Like I'd put only Mickey Mouse themed <laughs> things inside. <laughs> Maybe you got it from Disney World. And no, then it's all not a the- present. Okay. Uh, is it a fact? No. Is it like something amazing? No. Okay. <laughs> it's like quite a boring game. Then what's it doing on this podcast if it's not something I amazing? I just wanted you to guess what was in my fanny pack. Okay. I guess a lip smacker. No. I guess a hat stand. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Please do. In this fanny pack is, is an apple oh. and a pear. <laughs> <laughs> 
If anyone guessed that correctly, <laughs> playing along at home, email us. Maybe that was their peak. Hello, something amazing at gmail.com. Guess what's in mine? I was, on the, I was on the phone to a friend today and they said, guess what I'm wearing? And I guessed exactly right what they were wearing. Wow. As in it was like a normal outfit. Okay, it's not But a I uniform. just know this person really well and they don't wear many different outfits. So I was like, this t-shirt, these pants, and I was right. Since we're playing this, what's, guess what's in my bag? This one? Yep. Your, uh, is it something fun or something boring? A clipboard with notes in it. <laughs> Far out, Amberly. <laughs> it is a pair. Really? <laughs> Cheers. We got a pair of pairs. A pair of pairs. Look at us friends. What a great game. I suggest you play that game with any friend you have. <laughs> What's in my bag? You win if you both have pairs in your bag. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you, do you have a fact? Let's go. Do Let's you want to do facts? <laughs> we are nine minutes in. Let's okay. go. Okay. No, I have a really good one. This, I, I found this fact for you. For me? Yes. <laughs> I feel like it. it good, because the pear or the apple were definitely not for me. So, it's nice to get a fact for me. This, this encompasses everything you love. Oh, great. Robots, technology. There is only one person registered as a rectal teaching assistant in the UK, travelling the country, offering his anus to be examined by trainee doctors. He has since lost his job to a robot anus. (laughs) (laughs) When that fact started, I was like, what does Amberly think I love? Because can you just read that from the top again? And I'll, I'll just do my brain as you were reading it. Okay. There is only one person registered as rectal teaching assistant. Okay, can you imagine what I'm thinking at this point? (laughs) This encompasses everything I love. (laughs) I mean, I do like imparting wisdom on other people. And I would love to learn off someone smarter than me. So I guess I would love to be a teaching assistant. Travelling the country, offering his anus to be examined (laughs) by trainee doctors. See, again, that's got nothing to do with me and we are... Nearly at the end of a sentence, surely. He has since lost his job to a robot anus. Okay, robots, you've got me. <laughs> you've got me. Uh, the design of a robot anus intrigues me. Let me show Does you it squirm? the picture of the <laughs> robot anus. Does it avoid the <laughs> If it wasn't so graphic, I would love to put this as a podcast artwork. It's so intense. Wow, it's very... Um, it's very lifelike. It looks like it's even got the... Uh, what do you call it? Um, between the asshole and the balls, the taint, the perineum. It's really got a very accurate perineum. Look, there. if you're going to be a robot anus, you're going to be appropriate. <laughs> it is, <laughs> and the the guy who's volunteered to be in the photo it's for such this, such like a stock photo kind of guy, but he's just got his fingers in a robot anus. <laughs> and what's the most horrific about the robot anus is it is cut off from like above the waist, and then it has tiny, tiny stumps. What for would legs. it need more than that? <laughs> well, it's a robot anus. It's just very. The fact that there are cheeks, like it's already too much. <laughs> and then there's a computer screen behind the robot anus that seems to be giving some kind of live feedback on the position of the finger mm. and where it is inside the cavity. 
I oh oh I just scrolled down and you can even oh whoa I did not scroll to there you that can do a cross intense. section you can get inside like really inside and there. they've really kept the coloring of the red muscle but this poor guy like, yeah it was his he was the anus that everyone trained on like, he re- was the rectal guy and then <laughs> he goes and gets you think that your job is safe <laughs> yeah. if you are the only rectal anus trainee guy <laughs> and then a robot comes and steals your job I reckon who is safe. No one's safe according to that. No one's safe at all. Who is that guy? Yeah. That is, I have some questions. I have some concerns. Yes. Wow. That is quite the fact. (laughs) It's, do you see what I mean when I said I made it just for you? Yes, in part. But let's, let's bear a moment for that poor guy who lost his job. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Eric, um, take a seat here. I've got some bad news for you. Now, you've been our rectal anal. And we have loved. We have loved your work over the years. You've done some great. You've done really fantastic things for the whole medical community here. We love your butthole. In fact, there is not a doctor in town who hasn't... Put their finger inside you. First. And, you know, there was that disaster, that medical student who... Who freaked out and and you didn't panic. You You, didn't panic. You you were a true professional (laughs) rectal... (laughs) <laughs> model. But um I need to introduce you to Butt Cheeks four thousand. <laughs> uh, how but- much how much do you reckon uh one of these units costs? Oh great question. Now it's quite lifelike, so that would add some value. And to they're it. also like, there's what else a, can it do? There's like a 3D, um, like the, the computer screen behind it shows like a 3D image of like in the uh, inside right. of what's going on. So lots of sensors. So yeah, that's quite yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah. It adds up. I'm guessing as well it's like a high quality uh, rectum. The device contains tiny robotic arms that apply pressure to the silicon rectum to simulate the natural feel of the back passage, preparing medics for future prostate gland examination. The trainer then inserts an index finger into the silicon thimble that is attached to the robotic tech. Okay, yeah, all right. I reckon. The computer screen behind the Robobutt. 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 Displays 4, a 3D model of the rectum and the prostate. Yeah. If 3D yeah. glasses are used. <laughs> wow. <laughs> If you really want to get in there. That is a, an experience. That's like an IMAX experience. Well, the butt's flying at me. And the tech can be programmed for different scenarios to allow the anatomy to be changed and the size and the shape of the rectum and prostate can differ wildly. Now, you know, the the, the model before, he mm. could not do that. He could not change his rectum. <laughs> well, we don't know. different scenarios. We don't know how good he was. He, th- he wasn't that good. I guess this robot would cost somewhere mm. like in the vicinity of, and you've got to compare this to the annual salary of, our old rectal But there's model. not just going to be one. Like, this guy would travel around the UK, but they can just make a bunch of these. Yeah, would well, travel costs have to, you know, come into... You can take that out. <laughs> come into effect. Uh, so, I would say $135,000. It is only £10,000. Wow, I've grossly overestimated. because so I- that's like... Like twenty thousand, like fifteen thousand. Because I thought of like like when you see those real dolls, which are meant to be like oh yeah, like people's real girlfriends. Yeah, uh, like that movie Lars and the Real Doll. Yeah, yeah, real girl. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Ryan Gosling, right? It is. It yeah. is. Like before he was famous. Yeah. Doing an indie film uh, about a sex doll. Little anyway, indie darling. I think I remember uh, reading about them once that they were like eight thousand dollars. Okay. So, but this is just the, the butt. butt. But it's got robot. I mean, that's what that's all that some people need. <laughs> <laughs> it's got and it's got robotic. Is in this it. one of uh, 
your favourite facts I've ever brought you. I think so. I really, I really hope I don't you think enjoy I'm gonna for- this one. I don't think I'm going to forget it in a while. <laughs> uh, it actually leads quite nicely into my next fact. What? Right, if you're ready to hear it. Please tell me it involves butts and not robots. Robots. Oh, yeah, I thought so. Um, so, a UK study sh- has shown surprising levels of admittedly hypothetical acceptance of robots as co-workers mm. or even managers. Yeah, right. Over half, 53% of people surveyed who were employed workers responded that they would be fine reporting to a machine manager and 32% would even accept a robotic CEO. Is it because they know they can get away with more stuff? No, they can get away with less things. Or it's maybe like they hate their manager so much that they're like, give us a robot. And they're just sick of having to deal with their personality. Well, there's a common... Get rid of any personality (laughs) (laughs) at all. Okay, just give me pure facts. That's all I need. In my head, though, robots always have personalities. Like, they're not these in my head. They're not yeah. these, like, cold, like, I just love, like, anthropomorphizing everything, I guess. Yeah. And I 100% anthropomorphize robots. Well, that's a very human trait to want to see human characteristics in yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess you're just a very empathetic person. Just a good person, I guess. Uh, but there is distinctive generational differences in the responses. 80% of millennials would trust a robot compared to only 6% of baby boomers. Now, I met a guy who... Um, works in a Melbourne company and he said they have no managers. Robots do all their management and administration Mm. and they're, all the workers just do work and because they're not wasting time dealing with middle managers, they reckon they're able to be more creative and more uh, innovative in their jobs. Mm. Don't trust Sounds it. Sounds like the the story they're giving you, so that the robots can take over all the CEO positions. <laughs> <laughs> so then, in a related related fact, there's a company called Starship Technologies, and they it's ma- not real. It's not real. They make these that's little like, guys. That's like a cartoon where like the dogs, the captain of the starship. They make these little guys where, you, where they are delivery robots. Okay. So you put a little delivery in it and then it, it goes off on its merry way and gets it to you. Okay, like an Uber Eats or something? I guess so. That's like their probably big picture vision is that they're mm. going to do all that last mile stuff. But <laughs> there's a bit of a problem because in an early insight to how humans are going to react to they robots. kick the robot? All the time. <laughs> all the time. There's a real problem What's with it. What's with us in kicking robots? <laughs> uh, some people pass our robot and kick the robot a little bit. That's just a little bit, just not, to see what happens. That's not really a m- problem, I think. If people have such anger management techniques, that's fine by us. A robot just drives on. Oh, but that's so bad for the <laughs> robot. But if it, it gets a real kicking, they are equipped with nine cameras, sirens, and tracking to within an inch. Yeah, get them. Get them. Get the kickers. Defend. Defense. So, um, apparently people abusing robots is not new. In 2015, a study which placed a robot in a Japanese shopping mall found that when people were around it, children displayed antisocial behavior towards the robot, blocking its way, calling it names, and even acting violently towards it. Well, remember the... the, the oh, yeah, no. <laughs> the, when that I the knew sex this was gonna... robot got molested? Yeah, so there was a, the world's most advanced sex robot got put... It, it was in a sex boat. That doesn't make it better. I that don't know why it's like These people should be sex positive. They should be like they should understand consent. Yeah, but the robot just got um, molested. molested was the word that was used. So intense. Oh dear. On one hand, people are like happy to have a robot as a boss, but not happy to have a robot as a lowly worker. I don't know what that says about humanity. That is bizarre. <laughs> Do we want to follow along? Because <laughs> I've got a fact that's uh, more about another sad robot if we want. Oh, please. <laughs> please. 
You know I love robot facts. Okay. Uh, one year after landing on Mars, mm. NASA's Curiosity rover sang happy birthday to itself all alone on Mars. <laughs> And like the rover is like a real like Wally esque figure. Like it's, it is. It's really easy to like put some love onto this little rover. Imagine just singing "Happy Birthday" to, to itself. itself. It even looks like Wally as well. Really? Yeah. Now, who programmed that? That's what I love the most. Like <laughs> they probably programmed it with like nice intentions. Like oh, and it'll sing "Happy Birthday" on its birthday, and then when it's out there alone, <laughs> a year in, which is kind of why I hope there's life on Mars. So at least somebody heard its little birthday wish. Oh, this is interesting. So though the system doesn't have like a loudspeaker, like why include that? Mm. Uh, it does include a motor that can loudly vibrate at very specific frequencies. Oh, so, so it like vibrated "Happy Birthday." Yeah. Yeah, so normally the motor is used to help move soil through the analysis system, but they modified it so uh, it could sing sing happy happy birthday. Oh, that's so sad. Still. Oh, and also usually like you know how in TV shows they can never sing happy birthday because the royalties cost so much money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't count on Mars. <laughs> so they can do it. <laughs> There's a little known loophole which it has to be on the planet Earth. There's a little video of it. Maybe I'll yeah. we include the audio. Yeah, please play. If there's anyone listening on Mars, on this special occasion, you will hear this. You know what would be really funny is if like they're all in the Mars rover mission control center and they're just like watching the rover do its thing and then all of a sudden it starts playing happy birthday and everyone's like, oh, who programmed that? No one. No, seriously, who programmed? It doesn't even have a loudspeaker. (laughs) How does it know to do this? (laughs) We've got to shut it down now. (laughs) It's going to hate us. <laughs> anyway, it just seems really sad. That's very funny. It's just little Wally. Remember how Wally just loves Hello Dolly? That's what I'm thinking of. And it just like Wally watches Hello Dolly and put on your Sunday clothes every day. <laughs> just singing happy birthday oh, to itself. Yeah. Oh, poor little oh, sad Wally. Robot. That's such a good movie. That's a good fact. Thank you. <laughs> well, of course you like it. I've given you two robot facts. Next week you have to come with two animal facts. Okay. You hate this. Oh, good. <laughs> Does it involve molested robots? No, 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 no. Do you know what esports is? Uh, yes. It's like online gaming sports. Yeah. Yeah. And you know there's like millions of dollars. I know so. FIFA is huge. Yeah, like uh, the other ones are like... The like basketball one. Yeah, no, but these are like... They're like arcade games. There's like League of Legends oh, and like Dota. Like COD and WoW? Yeah, they, that yeah, they're more RPGs, but there's actually no games that are built for esports. And they're, okay. I went to an esports tournament like setup. Okay. Where they're doing a tech run of the esports tournament. Hmm. And I have never under like I've never seen this game before, so it was brand new to me. Hmm. And my impression is it's like a chess game, right? You know when you do chess and you go, oh, okay, pawn and then can you play chess? No. Really? We've talked about this before. I was taught. I was taught when I worked at a childcare facility. Yeah. Uh, and a bunch of children taught me, but they all taught me in different ways because they all wanted to win against me. So yeah. it very, very much confused me as to what the game yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it's right. So it's kind of like a chess game, like that kind of feeling, like you're making moves all the time. Mm. But imagine there's just 
lots of variables playing out at any one time. So chess yeah. is like a, a game, like, if you get really good at chess, you can beat computers where well, you used to be able to. You can't, can't anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't even beat a computer at Alpha Go these days Oh, anymore. tell me about I it. I know, right? So, um, so... So, but you can you can kind of uh, when you play chess, you can kind of work out areas of the board to control and gradually move towards the king, which is what you want to get. Mm. Whereas um, playing this game, it's just stuff happening all the time. So yeah. you play in a team of five, and you're just constantly making the equivalent of chess moves oh. to try and do the equivalent of. What's this game called? It's the the game that was playing was called League of Legends. I've heard of it. Yeah, and it was like it was quite exciting to watch, even though I had. I think can I? I think I've seen it being played. Is it like you see like a landscape, and then you see just like they're like a bunch of soldiers or something? Yeah, and little they're all creatures. Like, they're all sort of like wriggling around. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and, and they're and all like clicking like a, 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 a like so fast that you couldn't understand what they're doing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So esports is growing, and and even in Melbourne recently, they had a whole tournament that mm. was broadcast live on the internet and the internet and had like Victoria. Versus Did YouTube South come and, and film it? <laughs> It was, it was on YouTube. Did Instagram Live come and film it? <laughs> they don't film it, but they do distribute it. What about a fa- just a Facebook video? Did they come and film it? <laughs> you know, the AFL actually put on the event. So as in a, a football league yeah. did the commercialization and event management of yeah, eSports. So that That's you, where we're headed. Gives you a little, well, the, here's where that we're headed. Wally. That uh, is Wally. That is Wally. With anyway. the with the rise of esports, it's only natural that some upstream services supporting the players also start growing. So, a video game coach or esports coach is among these emerging professions. Uh, so, while this has been going on a, for a while in South Korea, with even universities accepting esports alongside traditional sports as student athletes, wow. it's a more recent phenomenon here in Western countries. There is a unique dynamic in the industry, given a lot of the coaches' customers are underage, often even under 12 years of age. (laughs) So increasingly, parents are paying for the coaching to try and turn their kids into these superstars so that they can compete for these prize pools worth millions of dollars. Because they make a lot of money. And so video games are being recognised like sending your kid to go do soccer. Yeah, as wow. like a character building hobby. That's so funny. It's come a long way. Isn't it? Hasn't it? Yeah. And so I met one of these video game coaches at this setup thing and I was like, what do you Were they you seven? <laughs> He's actually been doing it for a while, I would guess. And like he was one of those people who looked like those ages where you could go, I could believe anything. Is it be- because they don't spend any time out in the sun? Yeah. Well, I was like, I would believe anything between 15 and 40. It's because they don't spend any time in the sun, but they sit and eat bad food all the time. Yeah, so it's so somewhere. It's just an amorphous <laughs> mess. No, this guy was lovely, actually. I shouldn't talk him. All right. I'm just stereotyping. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for recognising This is it. like when the the robots look back and like see all the terrible things we've done. Mm. When like the video gamers r- run the world, they're yeah. going to listen to this podcast and be like, you thought we were nerds. Uh, yeah. And now, now we, we run the world. We control media. Yeah. It could happen. I met him. I was like, what do you do? Mm. And he's like, what I do is I, I go and mentor these kids doing these competitions. And I say, I'm not going to be there during your competition. So I'm going to teach you some decision-making skills, some problem-solving skills, so that when I'm not there, you will be able to make these decisions on your own. I'm terrible at making decisions. Maybe I need to do this. <laughs> what, do some esports? Yeah. Because I used to tutor 
like tutor mm. subjects yeah. in high school. Yeah, little nerdy boy. Little nerdy. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you like wanted to be smart. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and so I would do the same thing when I didn't know Why an answer. Am I a bully. <laughs> when I didn't, I don't know. You are, you have a Walt Disney like I, World bum bag. I clearly I clearly am also like not cool. I actually, I was when I was 10 as we discussed before. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> but that was my trick. Kid asked a question that I didn't know the answer to. Yeah. I'd just be like, "Well, I'm not going to be there in your exam." Yeah, so, I let's look it up together and I'll teach you how to learn it and yeah. I'm learning it. Too at the same time. What a trick. I should be an esports coach. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to play the game? No. No. Also, if you have something amazing that you want to share with us, you can email us as well. Hello something amazing at gmail.com. Do we have any emails this week? Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but remember you also can email if you think you've peaked. <laughs> Thanks for your robot facts this week. I really yeah, appreciate it. I, I, I brought it for you. You know it's what for get, friendship. You know what we're getting close to? Christmas. Yeah, and you know what that <gasps> means. Christmas is so... I don't know. I feel like I used every single Christmas fact I had last year, but I, mean, I like the challenge. Yeah, we went, we went hard. <laughs> Have you they, like, some of them were about, like, death. <laughs> Have you put up your Christmas decorations yet? No, I'm not a real adult. <laughs> I put up my tinsel. I don't have any. I, I, I've, I like recently decided I was a minimalist, so I don't have anything yet. That, that, yet. Well, hang uh, on. Christmas decorations. Hang on. Recently decided or was forced into deciding? <laughs> it was a <laughs> bit of gear, nothing. a bit of take. <laughs> Look, I, it's slotted I have no easily. possessions. I know. I'll be a minimalist. <laughs> um, all right. I think we're done here, right? Yeah, but Except hang on. Except for... Hey, my Sersini. Yes. What do you recommend? Um, I recommend welcoming a robot into your workplace. No, I you don't know what? Recommend that. Just, re- just give stop. it a stop. Stop this. <laughs> okay, fine. I recommend kicking a robot. No, I no, that's worse. Okay, recommend welcoming a robot. Oh, is that my only two options? That's it. All right, I'll choose welcoming over kicking. <laughs> I recommend eating a pear. Yeah. Or playing the game, guess what's in my bag, bonus points if there's a pair. I recommend playing the game, have you peaked? (laughs) (laughs) I recommend if you're a gentleman over 50, going to the doctor and getting a prostate exam. Very important. And hopefully your doctor has trained (laughs) on the Buttmaster 4000. It's just butt robot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I recommend going to Twitch or YouTube gaming and watching some esports. See if it's for you. See if the future is calling you. Great. I recommend living as a good old fiver. Yeah, or uh, subscribing to our podcast or following... Not or, and... Or following our podcast on Spotify. And. <laughs> Stop with these oars. <laughs> Only um, give hands. And send us an email if you want. Hello something amazing at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Thanks so much for this experience, Matt Saracini. All the best, Amberly Cole. I love our friendship. Hey, it's pretty great. <laughs> Hope you're having a great week. Bye. Bye.